0: Ah, what a year he's had, Chris Roots. He stuck his neck out in that uh that oh, it was the prem was the Premier of the Shorts, it was one of them. He he will remind me. He just got on the attack with El Marlow and uh said, Private I'll be winning this and did it, deliver it and we had to change openers and what a two thousand and twenty four it's been. G'day, Chris. Hey Dave, how
1: are you? And um I believe you're off next week, so you know, another holiday for for the hard working days. <laughs>
0: Family. Oh mate, I was actually it was actually suggested. They said take the week, take the week in between before you come back and get straight into it, mate. I, I am looking forward to uh, to obviously uh, the Christmas period, but I must admit I'm um, probably a bit like yourself and probably a lot of like our listeners. Um, you go to take the week off, and you think how good, and then you find yourself with your head in the form guide. Computers just wanting to have a punt, so it becomes well. It's just like uh, doing the show, just not talking to anyone. It's fantastic.
1: you become a normal person for for a week where you're, where you're not talking to people, but you're still you're still consumed by it. So hundred um,
0: percent.
1: It's one of those. It's one of those things, and I think most of the people in the industry who who work in the industry absolutely love it, and they're probably doing. Uh, they've made their vocation, their passion. So it's um it's fantastic.
0: Now, uh, tell us, uh, Chris, obviously a lot of news floating around. Uh, when, we, um, when we discuss uh, Joe Pride on Saturday, you've got some news from the stable.
1: Yeah, very interesting. What a great year. Joe's had like uh, almost $15 million in stakes so far in Sydney this year. He's, just, he, he's got those two really champion sprinters in Think About It and Private Eye, and they are both back in the stable now. Uh, think about it. Talking to Joe, it's not a fait accompli complete. He'll be back in the Everest next year. He he just thinks he might be one of the best horses he's ever trained, and he'll definitely go down that um, mile path in the in the autumn. So it'll be Canterbury stakes, George Ryder, Doncaster, and if he doesn't get to Doncaster and can't run a mile, he can go back to a, an all age states. So that's the that's the preparation Joe's got in mind for him. And if if everything goes to plan there, well. There's races like the King Charles and the Cox Plate rather than than an Everest, but, you know, the the big lure of the Everest is always there. With Private Eye, it'll be be lightning stakes, and he'll he'll sprint, and he'll be back in the Everest next year. And there was a slot holder out there willing to make a deal now. I think they'd take it.
0: What about uh, when it comes to uh, Craig Williams, mate? He is uh, in action in Sydney on Saturday. He's got some nice rides, but he's here to ride Perfect Thought. That's his main ride.
1: Yeah, the John Sargent rang him up. He said he rode him in when he won a carbine club there a year ago in, uh, during the Melbourne Cup Carnival. And he said, "Well, we're going to the Magic Millions Cup. We need to find out where we're at." And um, said uh, rang Craig and said, "Would you come and ride him?" He said, I haven't got much this Saturday, so you'll hop hop up to Sydney just before Christmas to ride 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 Perfect Thought, which is going really well." Here. His sprint campaign he just got crooked and and they just had to put a line through it and Sarge is um he was he's very confident in this horse. He said when he ran second to Cavalier in the Queensland Guinea's, I thought he'd just go through and run in all the good races. Instead he's um pottering around in a benchmark hundred on 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 the long on just before Christmas with the Magic Millions in, in sight. But I think next year he's got bigger plans for a horse like um
0: perfect thought. Uh, great to see Craig here. Obviously, he has been he's very much like that Craig, isn't he? Over there in the West, chasing the big dollars, comes here, and then we'll no doubt see him up at the Gold Coast.
1: Yeah, and the, and the thing is, riding this horse on Saturday is not about Saturday. It's about the Gold Coast, and he gets a really good idea of where he's at and if he's up to it. And those horses that are Group 2 and Group 3 winners that go to the Gold Coast and run in those races generally have a class edge on their, the other horses that they meet there. So, you know, if, you, if you've got a horse that's um, finding his form, that's showing that he's up to that level before, well, you, you really should take notice. And often they go around at silly prices.
0: Now, speaking of the uh, the Gold Coast, um, Sacred Charge 155 on Saturday in this two-year-old race. And then you've also got Erno's Cube. We just heard them from David Eustace that uh, they're hoping for a good run from Erno's Cube and he would go possibly to the Gold Coast as well. And on another news perspective, it's a a pretty um, big opportunity here for straight charge. And obviously the owners, Yulong, whilst Yulong have been obviously um, a big player, they've been buying and spending a lot. With just the appointment of obviously Vin Cox and and others in the organisation, there seems like a lot of intent with them uh, in years to come. They're going to be a huge, huge player when it comes to bloodstock in this country. Yeah,
1: well, they already are, Dave, and uh, and I think now they want the success on the track to match what they've done in the breeding 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 um, breeding circles and buying up the best mares. got some lovely stallions there. I think Alabama Express has been a revelation this this season so far. So you'll you'll be you'll be looking at these two. I think your crew was very good at um, at Newcastle. So I think she's just looking for longer, and they go to eleven hundred here. I think that'll be. That that'll help, but I think she'll be even better when she gets to gets out out over the 1200. Now she she has to run well. So I think she'll have if she runs second, she'll probably have enough money to get into a Magic million, So she'll be going there. Interesting, David, telling you that um, Spywire will be J Mac. That's um, yeah. That's a big booking, um, and I'm 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 guessing you know we we see Tim Clark's riding riding straight charge on the weekend, so I think he'll he'll be sticking there.
0: Yeah, exactly right. That that uh, and obviously James will, I presume, has obviously got clearance then. From um uh, he's back, he's back. Oh, on, he's back. He's back. He's back on January one. He, oh, so he's he back. Said all along. Said all along.
1: I'm just going for the the, the short contract this time, and um, he's he's still got his eye on the prize of winning another Sydney Premiership, and uh, I wouldn't count him out if he if he gets a bit between his teeth. He can, he, he's a competitive little bugger.
0: I tell you what. Uh, what price is he in that? Because that is something I did see a couple of big bets for him the other day. Um so punters out there aren't dropping off him. So at the moment he's two eighty. He, there you go. So he was three dollars. He's into two eighty now for that premiership. You've got to obviously wait till July. But what some punters will do is they'll take them into multis. Uh they'll play yeah. them like they play, you know, NRL Futures and AFL and whatnot. But Nash is favorite at dollar ninety, J Mack at two eighty, Tyler Schiller five fifty, Jason Collett seven dollars. Yeah, and- it's going to be
1: it's it's going to be a contest, isn't it? Because a lot of those jockeys are going to be away certain times. They'll go to Melbourne and Brisbane for carnivals and things like that. So um, I think for, you know the excitement of having a good tussle for a premiership. We saw it this year with the apprentices' premiership. Really focuses attention on 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 something different at the end of the season. I think we could be looking at one of those this year.
0: Uh, before I let you go, Chris, highlight of the year. Actually, before that, actually, you you want to touch on Jock?
1: Oh, mate, what a what a champion bloke Jock was. Like, I think what the best thing about Jock was, he could talk to the bloke who was mucking out the stables, and then go for lunch with Andrew Johns and make them all feel important. That's the thing about Jock. He was he he had that little bit of robe in him, and he was he was just a you get him on the phone, he he was always upbeat. I spoke to him. Uh, probably a couple of months ago now before, before he got really crook and, you know, very sad. And yeah, hopefully, Rogue Bear can go out and do the job for for the Leeds and um, Australian Bloodstock team on the weekend.
0: Uh, he, yeah, he's his uh, chat the other the other week, which uh, obviously, well, not the other week, but when we played earlier this week, I know he's got a lot of feedback, um, his Monday's Experts, which you can go and find on podcasts. Just type in Monday's Experts and then the word jock. You'll see it come up. It uh, was a and chat I did with him in COVID. Uh, and one thing that he's quite open and honest about in that chat, which I loved, was that uh, he he says that he wasn't perfect. And uh, he, he sort of highlights a lot of the things, you know, some of the things that uh, weren't um, didn't go to script for him. But then he also touches on a, a lot of funny things. And I think that, uh, that uh, shows the mark of who he was.
1: Yeah, and, that, and in the end, you know, he was he was always there, dappily dressed at the races, and you know when he when he came down and was the driver for Chris Lees, he was um, he was he was certainly
0: um, good company to have around. He certainly was. So, your highlight of the year, mate? Um, I I sort of toss and turn on this. I I
1: think um having having the international horses come here and win is is a great thing for Australian racing. It gives us a benchmark of where our horses are. Uh, romantic Warrior won the Cox Plate, went back and showed that winning the Cox Plate by a nose puts Australian uh, Australian racing up with the best because what he did uh, did when he went home and won the Hong Kong International Cup, which you saw, and um, you know the Golden Eagle was just a great day, wasn't it? Like Japanese coming and winning, I think we're going to see a lot more of them. I believe um, that we we might see the Golden Golden Rose winner back again for the Doncaster. So, you know, if we, if we get that, um, I'm sure a lot of people will want to
0: be on him. Uh, yeah, very much so. Mate, uh, pleasure talking to you Chris. Chat to you tomorrow on the Partners panel and thanks for being a part of the show in 2023.
1: No problems, mate. See ya.